Welcome to the My Best Mom Friend Podcast. My name is Sandra, and I'm the virtual mom bestie you didn't know you needed. Grab a cup, make yourself comfortable, and allow me to spill the tea on motherhood. Oh, motherhood. (laughs) Today's topic is all about the identity loss that comes with being reborn as a mother. You are no longer exactly who you were before entering this life-changing portal of motherhood. I want to look at all the various ways that we may feel like we've lost ourselves along the way and how we can try to find this new version of who we are, finding ourselves through motherhood. Let's dive in. I think where we need to start this episode off with is a term about motherhood that is not often referenced. And I think it's really important that if you're listening, you are familiar with this term because I think that it brings some clarity into the transition of becoming a mother. So that word, this season, this stage, this transition is called matrescence. Have you actually heard of this word? (laughs) It's not used very often, but basically matrescence is the physical, emotional, hormonal, and social transition to becoming a mother. It's kind of like how you go through this stage during puberty into teenagehood, if you will. (laughs) This is that version, but of entering motherhood. This process can be intense, as you know, if you are listening and you're already a mom and you're already in it. It is a profound experience to become a mother. It is a wild ride and I think that a lot of our identity loss and even identity crisis can stem from having unrealistic expectations as we enter motherhood. And to be honest with you, I don't even know how we can have super realistic expectations of something that we've never done. So I definitely like to say go into motherhood and every season without expectations because when things don't go as planned or the way that you envision they will go, there will be a layer of disappointment or feeling like you are failing in some way. So yeah, and I think many of us just don't expect all of the physical mental, emotional changes that we endure as we become mothers. And it throws us for a loop. Like there are things that happen and changes that you don't see coming, that you could not expect or have planned for, that 
just, yeah, like there are so many things that happened during this transition that I was like, what the fuck? I didn't know this, this was going to happen or this is how I'm going to feel. And then no one talks about it, right? Like, yes, we are all starting to be a little bit more vocal and open about how we feel. But in general, most of us don't want to openly and admit and verbalize that, you know what, motherhood is not exactly how I thought it would be. It's a lot harder. There are moments I don't enjoy. There are moments I feel guilty. There are moments that I've wondered what the hell was I thinking. (laughs) Um, There are moments I want to disappear. You know, we just talk about the good parts, the parts that the highlight reel, right? We don't talk about the deep layers that we're hiding from the world because we feel like bad mothers if we talk about them. And so we're left to feel alone in this experience of matricence because no one talks about it because you've never even heard this term and this definition. And so you feel alone in your experience and you're desperately seeking for someone that says, me too, I see you, I feel the same way, it's hard, let's do this together, right? Like we feel so alone and so lonely in motherhood and it's something that we have to change. We all have to be more open about these changes and how we're feeling throughout them. We have to feel our emotions and When we have emotions and like a layer of grief, because we do grieve our old lives. At some point, we grieve who we were. We grieve this identity shift. We grieve how our relationships have changed. We grieve the freedom we no longer have. And when there is grief that is not verbalized, it kind of lingers right? Like any other grief, like if you if you lost a loved one or you lost your job or whatever it may be, any type of grief like that, you chat about it with your friends, with coworkers, with your partner, right? Maybe a therapist. But this layer of grief of becoming a mother is something we bury and hide way beneath the surface because you don't want anyone to assume you don't like motherhood. That you wish you could undo this transition. That you wish you could go back to your old life and not ever have a child, right? Like you don't want anyone to assume that you're a bad parent and that you don't enjoy every single second of this messy journey. So we bury it. And then we walk around every day with this heaviness of not speaking up about how we really feel because we love the shit out of our kids, right? There's so much to motherhood that has nothing to do with our our love for our children. There are elements to motherhood that we can absolutely despise and it has nothing to do with our children. It has everything to do with the identity shift, identity loss, changes in career relationships our bodies there's so many changes our mental health right that have nothing to do specifically with our child 
there are societal expectations and (sighs) gender roles, all these things, right? The mental load. (laughs) There is so much to motherhood that we are allowed to dislike without it implying that we don't love our children. So let's talk about these things. Let's talk about this transition to motherhood. And I want you to know this is not me shitting on motherhood. This is not, I don't want you to come here and be like, oh, she's so negative. She doesn't like being a mom. I freaking love being a mom. But let me tell you, you know, my son will be three soon. But those first two years, that first year and a half, it was rough. I mean, the first year was really, really rough. Then the second year, I was really starting to find my groove in motherhood. But then you enter toddlerhood and then you have your new set of challenges, right? Um, I love being a mom. This is not me trying to fear monger or scare anyone. I just want to talk about the real shit, right? Like, we all know we love our kids. We post about it on Instagram all the time. Here's a picture of how cute my kid is. I love the crap out of him, right? We already talk about how much we love our kids. So I'm here to talk about the aspects of motherhood and of becoming a mother that we don't love so much. I I really want you to walk away later from this episode understanding that it is not uncommon for a new mother to feel lost, right? Like your life now revolves entirely around another being And your wants and needs are completely pushed to the side, let alone, you know, your partner's wants and needs, which means your relationship suffers. You may not be able to go back to your career. And you are a new person, right? Like, it's wild. And it's normal to feel uncertain, to feel like you don't know what you're doing. You know, there's... There can be mixed feelings about motherhood or feeling ambivalent because the enormity of the role of being a mother is intimidating. And when we see on social media all these moms that look like they know what they're doing and that it looks so natural, then we feel even more lost. We feel like, well, what's wrong with me? that I'm the only one that's struggling, that has these mixed emotions, you know, that doesn't just feel bliss. Why am I crying? Why am I anxious? So you just need to remember that hormones are fluctuating, right? You're going to have mood swings. You're going to cry. It's a messy transition, postpartum especially those first couple of months are messy so messy and it's normal and most of us feel this way we just don't talk about it so I need you to know that it is not just you I specifically remember when my son was a couple of months old I was deep deep in the trenches of maternal mental health just deep in the trenches of postpartum depression and anxiety and my son had really bad reflux so he was crying all the time and his cries just made me feel so triggered the the noise I felt overstimulated 
I felt, I felt like screaming. I felt like crying along with him. I felt lost. I felt like a failure. I felt like I didn't know how to calm him. And I remember specifically having this moment where he was crying in the crib and I just stood there and wondered to myself, why did I decide to become a mother? I am unfit for this. I am not meant to be a mom and my baby deserves so much more than, than me and who I am as a mother. Because who I was as a mother was not at all how I expected it would look. You know, I thought I was going to just have a knack for this, be a natural, whatever the heck that means. <laughs> and that I would rock motherhood, that I would just be the best, most amazing mom and that it would come easy and naturally to me and that my baby and I would have the hang of it right away, <laughs> which is like the most delusional thought. So when I was sitting there thinking to myself, I should have never became a mother. I think many of us have had a similar thought of like, oh, what did I do? I'm not cut out for this. I shouldn't have done this, right? And then you don't share those thoughts with anyone because those feel like really, really dark thoughts. Like, how dare I think this, right? Like I am so lucky to be a mom. I tried so long to be a mom or other women have tried so long or can't be mothers. How dare I think this? And then you are riddled with a wave of guilt and shame for having these feelings, these real raw feelings. And it's just, it's this internal battle, right? And, and you can't share those thoughts with anyone. And it's like, how dare I feel this way as a mother? How dare I grieve or feel sorrow or mourn who I used to be and my old life? But we are not, we can't be blissful all the time, right? Like this is a massive upheaval and it is okay to feel however you're feeling, you need to sit with those emotions. Don't try to push them away, right? Don't try to just shake them off because they're going to continue to linger there. Sit in those feelings, allow them to come and then allow them to go, right? Like if you need to cry, have a good cry. Sometimes that is a cathartic release that we need that will make us feel better. Talk to your partner about it. Talk to a trusted mom friend that you can talk to about anything about motherhood and the hardships of it. Talk to your own mother. Find a therapist, right? Like there is no judgment to feel however you feel. And so much of it isn't really us, right? It's that hormonal nosedive that has us just crashing down out of out of the sky that should be pure bliss, right? It's stormy, it's rocky, and it's okay to feel how you feel and and sit with those feelings. And I can tell you, you will not feel this way forever. Like I said, with time, 
those feelings went away. I can't imagine ever not being a mom now. I absolutely love my identity as a mom, but it took me a long time to get here. It took me a solid two years to feel so confident and comfortable in this new skin. It takes time and it takes some effort on your part, but you will get there. I know you will. I mean, it's it's basically like society expects us that we live and breathe motherhood and that all we think about and talk about is our babies, right? I mean, motherhood absolutely is all consuming, especially in the beginning when you have a little baby that relies 100% on you. And so we're expected to just fully embrace this life purpose and and that motherhood is just our everything and we are so grateful and in such bliss to be mothers and we put ourselves on the back burner but it's important to remember that you still exist you matter your happiness matters right you need to still take time for yourself You are so many more things than just a mother. You will now always be a mother, but you are not only a mother. And it's important to remember that. Like you are still allowed and should have an identity outside of motherhood. So it is about carving out time to consciously make the effort of rediscovering who you are as a mother in this new skin, in this new role, right? Like you will not have as much time for yourself as you did. You might only find 20 minutes a day to devote to something that you enjoy or just to sit in silence. And and then the problem is we get these 20 minutes or an hour or however long and then we're riddled with guilt of like, oh, No, I should be with my baby. I should be spending this extra hour with my child. You might feel selfish for spending it on you. And this is where it's important to remember, I say this all the time, you can't pour from an empty cup. You must fill your own cup to pour into theirs. I highly, highly recommend you listen to the podcast episode on mom guilt. I will link it in the show notes so that when you get done listening to today's episode, you can jump back to the mom guilt episode because I think it's really important to hear what I have to say on that topic. So we we lose ourselves in the sense that we put ourselves on the back burner, right? Like any hobbies we had were like I don't have time for this right or if you like I said go off and do yoga or whatever your hobby is go for a run do yoga work out I don't know go to an art class even just peruse target on your own whatever whatever you consider your hobby to be it's on the back burner right or if it is something having to do with exercising you may just not feel like you have the energy. You may feel heavy and uncomfortable in your new body. 
And the thought of even trying to exercise in this new body feels daunting. You know, you may not tend to your your basic needs, such as showering. Like showering should not be considered self-care. Taking a shower is a basic human need. Showering is not your 20, 30, 40 minute a day self-care time, right? Focus on your nutrition. Focus on not just feeding your baby, but feeding yourself. And then we stop nurturing our relationships. We we get so lost in motherhood, at least I did, where you you no longer nurture your friendships. You no longer spend time with your friends that you had before you had a baby. Maybe you're only spending time with another friend that's also a mom because she gets it. She's on the same page and that is what you need in this season. That happened to me. I completely abandoned so many of my amazing friendships that I am now rekindling because I was so consumed by motherhood that I never wanted to leave my baby home with my husband to go meet a girlfriend out for a glass of wine. Right? And and then your your relationship with your your husband changes because the baby comes first, right? Your husband or your partner can take care of themselves. You can semi take care of yourself with the little time you have, but your baby can't. So all these all these things result to ourselves, our relationships, our hobbies, the things that make us feel whole. They're all on the back burner. And when we're not filling our cup with these things that bring us joy outside of motherhood, we feel lost. We we lose this, this huge part of us that gave us joy and excitement and endorphins. And yeah, when you're entirely consumed taking care of another human, it's exhausting. So I If you're sitting here as a new mom, you might be like, Sandra, this is BS. I don't have the energy to do anything else. Or I'm home alone all day with my baby while my partner is working. I physically can't do anything on my own. And by the time my partner comes home, I'm too exhausted. I need you to remember that this is a season. Things will change. You will have more time again eventually. You will get more sleep eventually than you're getting now. But for the moment, maybe you can try to carve out small little moments for yourself while your baby is napping, while your partner is home. I mean, for me, it was taking a hot bath at the end of a long day, putting on a podcast or an ebook, right? Or sorry, an audiobook reading in bed as as my eyelids get heavy, taking a walk by myself or with the baby, a virtual yoga class if you can't make it out to an actual class or you don't want to leave the house. You could invite a friend over. Ignore the mess. Don't feel bad not having a clean home or don't feel like you can invite friends over because your house is a mess. Your friends understand My girlfriend literally two years into being a mother was like, dude, 
I have barely seen you. You realize that I would be more than happy to just come over to your house and hang with you and your son. Like it doesn't have to be dinner and drinks like it used to be. We can, we can change. I can adapt. I can, you know, I can do what works best for you because I don't have kids yet. So it's, it's kind of shifting the expectations. Self-care and carving out you time might not for a while look the way it used to look. Like I said, maybe instead of going to yoga class and being with that community, maybe for a while it's virtual. Maybe instead of dinner and drinks with your girlfriends, they come over and hang with you and help you get your baby down for bed and then you enjoy a glass of wine. You know, maybe a date night with your partner is just the two of you taking a long walk pushing the stroller while your baby is napping, but you get to have a conversation. My husband and I used to do that and we would make mimosas and go for long walks. (laughs) So it's, it's really about trying to shift the way that you used to do things for a while, right? Like I said, this is a season. Eventually you will have more time you will feel more comfortable leaving the house, leaving your baby with your partner or a babysitter or family. So shifting the way you do things, but still making yourself a priority at least once a day, even if it's just 20 minutes, doing something for you. If you're going grocery shopping alone, Maybe put on some fun music that used to make you feel hot and and fun or carefree, right? Like I became a mom and all I did was listen to podcasts, just podcasts about postpartum, about motherhood, about parenting. And recently I started putting on some of my favorite like 2000s music, like some Britney and <laughs> Spice Girls or some like rap that I enjoyed and turning up the radio putting the windows down and like that can make you feel so good like do that and and make a starbucks run right get yourself some mom fuel and feel young and carefree for that 10 minute drive to starbucks like it's the little things right because we don't have all the time in the world we have to carve out these moments and then when we have these moments we have to be really intentional about how we use our time. So when you have a 30-minute window, instead of scrolling Instagram and seeing all these other moms you know and looking at their highlight reel and then feeling crappy about yourself and your own situation, do something for you. Be intentional. Read a few pages of your book. Do a little workout. Do whatever. Take your shower, right? Like put on a face mask. Whatever it is that might make you feel a tiny bit like your old self. But we must remember that we will never fully be her again. I think when we hold on so tightly, we we grip on to, to this woman on the other side of this motherhood portal. It's like you can only stretch yourself so far right? Like you need to eventually let go, close the door and refine yourself 
in this new season, in this new skin, like our skin changes, it stretches, we have stretch marks, we, we might be a little bit fluffier than we used to be, right? Like our hair might be thinner, our boobs might be bigger or saggier. Things are different. Things are so different. And we can't cling on to the past forever. Our relationships change. The relationship you have with your partner will never be the exact same. Your love has created another human. And now the two of you have to nurture this human together. And you are going to butt heads. And you're going to be sleep deprived. And you are going to bicker at each other and snap and have fights and make up. And not know how to agree on certain parenting aspects, right? Like you're going to butt heads. You are not the same person you were before and neither is your partner. And the sooner you both let go of who you once were and figure out who you are now, the easier it's going to be. You and your partner, more than likely, just basing this off my own experience, spend the majority of your first year of parenthood just talking about the baby. I don't know that my husband and I talked about anything but our baby, about his schedule, how much he slept, how much he pooped, what color his poop was, are we ready to start feeding him solids, what foods should we feed him, is he getting the right nutrients, you know, I don't even know, like is he, is he developing on pace or whatever, right? Like, is he hitting milestones? I don't know, you guys. I just feel like (laughs) all we talked about is our baby. And then the rare couple of date nights we went on that first year, maybe two or three date nights, all we did was talk about the baby, our baby, sorry. And they were probably the most boring dates we've ever had. (laughs) It was like, because I did nothing outside of motherhood. I had nothing new and interesting to talk about. I had nothing to bring to the table other than our child. So it's like, yeah, you are consumed by motherhood, by this little human. That's all you think about. It's all that you do. Of course, like you have no more thoughts of your own. (laughs) So yes, it's very easy to lose yourself and, and to lose, you know, your the excitement and spark in your relationship, right? And and when I would go out with friends, rarely all I ta- did was talk about my baby and I'm sure they were bored out of their minds. <laughs> so it's so easy to be lost in motherhood. If you had a career that you loved, that you are giving up for motherhood, you're going to have a major identity loss. You spent eight or nine hours a day working, right? Like your life has completely changed. And in my opinion, taking care of a baby or a small child is 10 times harder than my career when you're doing it 24-7 without any breaks. If you had a career that you're leaving behind or you're on maternity leave, yes, you you're losing a a piece of who you've been for years and years and years and and what you what you do every day and the people that you would talk to and and these other things outside of motherhood that gave you purpose and 
you know, when you've gone to school and then, you know, maybe you've had 5, 10, 15 years of your career before having a child, that was your identity, right? Like, I, I realize work shouldn't be our everything, but when you do spend eight hours a day working, it does become somewhat a part of your identity. And, you know, it's a lot to navigate to leave that behind. And, you know, you might not feel as much of a purpose in in caretaking, but it's it's also remember to shift your perspective and remember that if you are a stay-at-home mom, for example, you know, you are doing some of the best and most important work that we can ever do. And likewise, if you're a working mom, when you're home from work, when you're home and you're caretaking and you're nurturing your child, you are doing the most important work. Way more important than any job out there, in my opinion, because we are raising the future. We are raising this next generation. And I mean, I can tell you, even when I went back to work, I felt lost because I felt like I was half-assing motherhood and half-assing my job. I felt so weird re-entering the workforce. Like I felt like I didn't really know yet what I was doing in motherhood. And now I felt like weird at doing my job that I love and I'm really good at. <laughs> like It just felt so weird coming back and navigating who I am as, as an employee in my career and as a mother and, and balancing the two things and all the emotions and struggles that that brings, right? Like there is an identity loss leaving a career and just being a mother. And there is an identity shift in returning to work and now being a working mom, because that is also a whole new identity, even if you're returning to the exact same job that you left 12 weeks prior. I know it's the same old boring advice you hear from everyone else, but I'm going to say it. And that is that you have to give yourself grace. How many times have you heard that, right? (laughs) Be patient with yourself. You have never been this version of you ever before. Take it one day at a time, one step at a time. You are learning. Your baby is learning. You are navigating motherhood. Every day there is something new to learn, something new to experience. And you have to be patient with yourself. I felt incredibly frustrated with myself all the time. I felt overwhelmed. I was angry. I felt frustrated with my body. I hated the way that I looked. I did not recognize myself in the mirror. I cried all the time about how I looked. I felt overstimulated all the time by all the new noise. I felt out of control because... I guess I am somewhat type A and didn't realize it before I had a child. And now everything is unpredictable. Everything is out of my control. And I felt so overwhelmed because I didn't know what I was doing. And all of that overwhelmedness led me to feeling like I was failing at motherhood. Like how could I be so quote-unquote bad 
and feel so lost and and unsure of myself at something that should feel and come so naturally. Again, if you're feeling this way, you're not alone. It's just that no one talks about feeling this way. So it's really remembering to be patient. Like I said, you have never been this version of you. Take it one day at a time. Ask for help. You can't do it all alone. Don't don't play the maternal gatekeeping. Have your partner do half of the work, half of the caretaking, or as much as they're able to take on if, if they're working in your home, right? You can't do it all. You must ask for help. You need to carve out time for yourself. You need to lower your expectations for yourself. Lower your expectations for what you can accomplish in a day. You don't have to try to do it all. You shouldn't try to do it all. Lower your expectations for how your home looks. It's going to be messy. Motherhood is messy. Babies require a lot of stuff. There is just crap strewn around everywhere. And then you enter toddlerhood and there's toys everywhere. It's okay. This is this is the season we're in and I think the sooner we embrace this newness, this uncertainty, this overwhelm, this this grief, this mourning of who we were and all these changes, the sooner we can feel more like who we are meant to be. I think when we resist this change too hard is is where we run into a wall right like ugh, I don't even know how to how to properly say all of this but I just feel like we have to somehow let go of who we were and refind ourselves in our new environment in our new skin in our new situation and circumstances because everything has changed Nothing is the same. And I just think that the the sooner we actually accept that and not resist all of the changes, the sooner we can feel a little bit more whole. The sooner we can pick up all of the pieces and slowly put ourselves back together, understanding that things may land in a different place, right? And some pieces of us are no longer there. Some pieces of us have grown. And it's okay. It's okay to feel different. It's okay to feel lost. It's okay to accept this new version of who you are. And it's also okay to to take things from who you were into this new you. it's, It's kind of like... I sort of felt like when I became a mom, once I wasn't so deep in the trenches of it all, I kind of felt like, almost like I could start over new. I could really choose who I wanted to be as a mother. Who who do I want to be, right? And it's like, there are these two little eyes always watching you and these two ears always listening. And so for me, at least, 
I wanted to change. I wanted to be a better version of myself. I wanted to try and be the best version of me that can be a good role model for my child. I wanted to improve on all the things that I used to wish I could do but felt too lazy or like it felt like it wasn't a priority, right? Like my health. I take my health more seriously. I eat better. I I try to exercise, right? Like I, I have times where I fall off the wagon. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but there are so many positive changes that I've made since becoming a mother that I would have never prioritized before. Because once this little human depends on you, there are certain aspects that we we need to or should change or things we can improve on, right? So maybe change the perspective and think of this moment that you're in, this moment in time where you feel so incredibly lost and don't know who you are anymore. Take it as a time to start over. What pieces of you do you want to leave behind? What things about you did you not really love, right? And and what pieces of you do you want to bring with you along this journey? Really think about that. Really think about what you want to model for your child as they get a little bit bigger and really start to watch everything that you do. Who do you want to be? Who do you want them to be, right? Think about what you want them to learn from you what habits you want them to pick up from you and what habits you want to ditch because you you don't want your child to model that behavior or those habits. Think of it as a time to start fresh. Maybe there are friendships that were no longer serving you that you just hung on to out of convenience or habit, right? This is a great time to to kind of, you know, thrift through those friendships. I think with motherhood, at least for me, it was really great to, to start some new friendships, to have a circle of friends that also have kids the same age where we just really understand each other, right? Like start, start new. Who do you want to be as a mother? Really think about it. And then start to implement those things, those pieces of of who you were. How can you get some of this back? How can you feel a little sexier again or a little more confident, right? Do those things that used to make you feel that way. Maybe you used to be a size four in your jeans and you're clinging on to them, leaving them in your closet hoping that you're now size 8 or size 10 will one day fit back into them. I'm going to tell you right now, throw away your size 4 jeans. You have to work out like a fucking maniac to fit into those again. Trust me, I know. (laughs) Size up your pants. It's okay. It is literally okay to not be the size you were in college now that you were a mom, now that your body has expanded and made space to grow another life. Certain things that you may have enjoyed, like maybe you really enjoyed like a high intensity, loud with exciting music, 
workout class, like a really upbeat workout class, that might not be it for you anymore. You might feel so overstimulated by the noise that maybe a restorative, gentle yoga class is more your jam now, right? Like it's okay to change your hobbies, to change your mind about things that you enjoy. Even our palates change. There are foods that I don't really like now. I used to love white wine and I can't stand white wine. I'm almost three years postpartum and I still don't like the taste of white wine now. <laughs> like there are so many things that change and and we can't expect to stay the same. We can't expect to stay the same size to have the same interests, right? Like our priorities have changed. We see the world through a new vantage point as as mothers, as parents. So we too are going to change and we have to embrace it. It's going to be hard. You're going to feel lost, but we must embrace the change and then grow into ourselves as mothers the same way as our children are growing into themselves every day. I think even just the lack of freedom can have an impact on your identity, right? You used to be able to, on a whim, whenever you wanted, run out and and grab lunch or run errands or go on a date night or meet a friend, right? Like you can't, you can't do that anymore. You have a tiny little human Velcro to you and they have a schedule and they're unpredictable. (laughs) So something as simple as running some errands, you know, sometimes I'd have a return at Target and at TJ Maxx and here and there and you would, all you would bring is your wallet, right? (laughs) Just your wallet and your cell phone. And run into this store, quickly buy this or return that, run into the next store. You can't do that with a baby. You have to get the car seat in and out, get pack all this crap that they need, their bottles, their spare clothes, their diapers, their wipes, their passy, their lovey, like <laughs> I mean, and and follow their schedule and maybe you're breastfeeding and oh my gosh. Like it's daunting to even think about. Like I, I just stopped doing basic things when I became a mom, let alone the really joyful things, right? So I asked my community online, what are some ways in which they feel like they've lost themselves? So I wanted to read off some of these responses so that you know that you are not alone. One mom says, I have a hard time talking about anything other than my daughter. Someone else says, financially. Someone else says, I don't know how to do things for myself or what I'm even interested in spending time on anymore. I don't focus on myself. My needs are the last thing I think about now. I have a loss of strength and endurance that I spent so long building up before baby. I have no time to read or to shop for groceries without rushing through the store. I have lost the ability to use the toilet without announcing it. And let me add, 
we have also lost the ability to go to the bathroom by ourselves, which is something very private that we do. So every day you are (laughs) exposing yourself to another little human and you're never alone. And I always say motherhood is the loudest lonely because there's a little child Velcro to you at all times, yet you still can feel so lonely. Okay, what else? Um, I don't have any activities I enjoy alone anymore. Mom guilt is always there. I'm in a groundhog's day of taking care of all the things and not myself. There's, it's a constant rinse and repeat. I never feel sexy anymore. I have no freedom. You have to arrange everything, including going to the bathroom. From sun up to sun down, when is there any time for me? Sense of autonomy. People say self-care is the cure, but sometimes it's truly a sacrifice. Oof. Yes, I feel that. Someone else says, missing important moments due to work. I honestly don't know who I am outside of being a mom. I don't know what I like to do for fun or hobbies. I feel guilty about doing anything other than spending time with my baby. My conversation skills suck. Unless it's about poop, I feel like I have nothing to contribute. That's what I meant about when I returned to work. I felt weird. I just felt awkward. I felt like I didn't belong, right? What else? Someone says, not taking enough time to see my friends, even when my husband repeatedly tells me to make plans with them whenever and not worry. Yes, that is what I talked about with letting my friendships slip to the wayside. I had a husband at home that was more than willing to watch our baby where I could go out when, you know, baby was sleeping. But the thought of not being near my baby just didn't sit right with me like I had to be near my baby all the time for the longest time so even when we have the space to do something for ourselves guilt or fear or anxiety can can weigh us down and prevent us from doing certain things right someone else says I feel like I've lost who I was and my independence I was always the person that was there for everyone else, but now my baby is my priority. What else? I put my career on hold to be with my babies. I never have time to work out or be creative. It seems like society only now sees you as a mom. I gave up my career for a few years to be home with my babies. I have a lack of control over my sleep my daily schedule, and routines. I find it really difficult to focus on conversations with friends when kids are around. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Because we are so overstimulated once we become parents. At least I am. And so to that note, when my girlfriend said, you know what, I'm more than happy to come over there, my response was, I appreciate that so much but I can't focus when, when my toddler is there 
or my baby is crying. And when I do finally get to have that chance to be with a friend and feel a little bit more like myself, I want to be able to fully focus on that and not feel overstimulated or feel like I'm trying to do too much at once. But if you are not overstimulated, I highly suggest inviting your friends over rather than feeling this pressure to meet them out somewhere. Someone else says, I feel like I've lost myself in every way. I have no identity. Everything I do is for baby. I miss feeling anything other than overwhelmed. I miss not making constant decisions. Doing anything for yourself makes you feel selfish. No time for exercise or eating well. I'm still in survival mode. I hope that hearing what some of these other moms in our Instagram community have said makes you feel less alone and makes you realize you're not the only one that feels lost. Here's what I'll say. It takes time. It takes time to grow into yourself as a mother. The enormity of this role is intimidating. Motherhood feels overwhelming because it's all-consuming. You don't know who you are in this new skin as you cling to your old self. As you enter the portal of motherhood, you must leave parts of her behind and make space for a new, better, stronger version. Rather than remaining lost, allow yourself to be reborn through motherhood. Surrender to this season and to what is and try and lean into it as hard as it may be. I know that was a lot. I know this to some may feel like a heavy episode. Maybe you're sitting here feeling seen, understood, or validated. I hope you are. That's that's my hope. Again, I want you to know I have been in your shoes. The first year especially was rough. I never want to go back to newborn life or postpartum, like early postpartum. But it does get better. I promise you it does get better. It, it might feel like toxic positivity advice, but it does get better. At least it did for me. And I hope it will for you as well. <sighs> Thank you for being here. Thank you for sitting with me every week as we have these conversations together about the real raw candid moments of motherhood and thank you for being uncensored with me and being a part of this community that I have created. I will leave a link in the show notes for the support group I created on Facebook so you can connect with other moms that feel exactly the way that you feel and I hope you follow along on Instagram at mybestmomfriend. Come over there. Let me know if this episode resonated with you. Um, If you have time, I'd love it if you could scroll down, leave a rating and a review. And of course, share this episode with a fellow mom friend. Please subscribe so you don't miss next Tuesday's episode. Thanks for tuning in. For more, follow along on Instagram at mybestmomfriend. I'll see you again next time.